Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. Recently, I was listening to a Jordan Peterson podcast, and he mentioned a study involving chimpanzees. It was expected that the more dominant alpha chimps would win and rule their families. And that was true, but as that domination showed extremes, these more aggressive chimps often had shorter tenures met by violent death and replacement. It was the more moderated alpha chimps that focused on cooperation and the social fabric of their groups who in turn had longer-lasting rules, marked by greater peace and a controlling teaming influence toward what their troops needed to achieve to live life well. Which brings me to an email I received the other day from a CEO. She was wanting some insight into coaching her sales manager who had rewarded a sales rep for trying hard and not for sales results. She wanted to know how to discuss this with the manager in a way that helped him understand the bigger picture and the effect this might have on the rest of his team and the company. Here's what she said. His style is to be more of a friend, brother, and father figure than a boss. And that we'd love to give him a book on the subject. He's really into reading business books. And the other part of this is that he operates like he is running a company of three and struggles to see the big picture and how decisions impact longer-term strategy. A recent example is his request to reward a person with a bonus because they tried hard, rather than pay the bonus when earned. I responded back by telling her, You are seeing his leadership style based on the psychometrics I see in his personality. He is a low-assertive, highly participative, detailed, and compassionate leader who has a high belief in those he coaches and tends to accept what they say is true, and to always project a positive servant posture toward those in his employ. His agreeableness and lack of assertiveness tend to cause him to reward others, give a trophy, when they play the game or try hard, and not after they win the game, merit. That, as you know, can confuse his players including the one who received the reward, who have been taught to earn their rewards through results. He either did this out of a non-merit philosophy of coaching or out of his personality tendency or a combination of the two. It is true to reward hard work with an acknowledgement of it and with a specific praise of what a person did right but this should also be placed next to what can be done to improve to earn the reward. This you know as well. Later, we talked back and forth about how to approach her manager with this in an appointment with him. But this brings me to a wider topic, which is the two ways that sales results depend so much on leadership assertiveness. Assertiveness in a sales leader or anyone is a person's tendency to actively defend, pursue, and speak out for his or her own interests. It's a social confidence of speaking out, and it's viewed as a trait that describes a person's tendency to speak up 
or defend or act in the interest of themselves and their own values, preferences, and goals. However, many studies show either a negative or a positive correlation between high assertiveness and leadership, so that some of these seem to contradict each other. That is, until doctors Daniel R. Ames and Francis J. Flynn of Columbia Business School published their study, What Breaks a Leader? The Curvy Linear Relationship Between Assertiveness and Leadership. But in the title, just what does curvilinear mean? It means at the extremely low and high ends of the assertiveness trait, a manager's leadership style was often viewed as negative. Highly assertive types could be viewed as obnoxious and pushy and unconcerned about relationships, while low assertive leaders were too nice, not direct enough, and had a hard time saying the truth. Ames and Flynn found that below some levels of assertiveness, the cost from results loom large, and leaders may primarily be seen as ineffective. As one behavioral statistician said, leaders who are perceived as being more assertive are also perceived as being more honest and having higher integrity than those who are not. On the other hand, above some level of assertiveness, the social costs with reps and customers could loom large, and leaders may primarily be seen also as ineffective. So which are you? What would your people say? Are you more concerned about relationships than results? Or is it results over relationships? Will you pay bonuses for trying hard because you are compassionate? Or will you pay bonuses for concrete behaviors leading to results or only for the results themselves? I think this is where emotional intelligence and maturity enter the picture on the job or at home. Do you know yourself? While the researchers argued for a more moderate assertiveness in leadership, many are below or above the midpoint, and as we gravitate away from the middle, costs to our leadership emerge. Emotional intelligence starts with knowing oneself, with inspecting what breaks us as leaders in all parts of life, not just sales. Then this inspection informs us of mitigating what's true about us to the circumstances and personalities we face. My bride and I have been married 50 years, and I believe that in the beginning I was highly assertive, and she was not. Yet with the fireworks in our relationships, she has learned to stand up for herself and what she believes is right. And I, somewhat, to a degree, have learned to shut my mouth and listen, really listen. While we still have our tendencies, we are a lot better and our marriage is stronger than ever before. If you are a sales leader, here's an offer. Please email me. My email is lcooper at salesmanage.com and mention this podcast. I'll reply back with an invitation to take the CTS sales profile for free. Later, we will have a discussion and I will help you know yourself better and better prepare you for the outstanding growth in your future leadership, your results, and your relationships. If you are a leader of leaders, 
I'll give you the same offer for someone in your care who will be invited to do the same. Until next week, just do your best for the benefit of others, your reps, your company, and those back home, because you do have what it takes. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.